Hello, everyone, and welcome or welcome back to the Self-Care Conversations podcast. My name is Carissa, and I am your host. This week, we're going to talk about how you can stay focused on your goals and actually take action when it comes to them. I feel like it's so easy to make goals. It's really about sticking with them and creating goals that are actually sustainable. I feel like that's the hardest part. So today, we're going to talk about how you can stay focused and take actions on your goals, whether it's a personal or a professional goal, staying focused and taking action is crucial to achieving success in anything that you do. Don't forget to give this podcast a like and follow our Instagram if you want to see our highlighted clips. All of that is under self-care conversations. And if you want to give me a personal follow, you can always follow me under self-care with Carissa on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. But without further ado, let's just get into today's episode. So I'm basically going to break down exactly how I create goals and give you step-by-step instructions on how you can do it as well. A few years ago, I was living in this constant state of anxiety simply because I would always make so many different goals and then the end of the year would come I hadn't reached any of them and I would honestly put myself down I would think that I was lazy unmotivated I lacked consistency and resilience which was kind of true to a point but I basically let these things really take over my mental state and I became like anti-goal I was like I'm not I'm not setting any goals for myself. I'm just going to live life and just like ride the wave. And I found that although that can help some people, for me, having a defined goal and having certain goals that I can work towards is the only way that I specifically can make growth and with my personality type. Because I'm the type of person where if you don't give me a task or you don't give me a goal, like I really will just chill. I'll just chill. I'll live through life without any worry and then I won't achieve anything thing. A few years ago, I went through this stage of wanting to be extremely gentle with myself. I would always give myself slack. When I would make a mistake, I would pat myself on the back and tell myself it was okay, rather than holding myself accountable for the mistakes that I was making so that I would not make them again. So what was happening is that I was I was doing the same thing over and over again without any results or any changes in my life. And I would tell myself that was okay and that eventually it would all click. And I kind of just put all of my trust into the universe. And you know what? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I get so angry when I see different podcasts or influencers or whatever. I hate when people constantly want to talk about how you need to be so gentle on yourself and you need to give yourself ease and everything will come to you if you just believe. It's It's bullshit in a way. Yes, everything will come to you if you believe. And yes, you do need to be gentle with yourself to an extent. Both of those things are to an extent because without hard work, perseverance, resilience, consistency with whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in your life, without actually taking action and holding yourself accountable for the mistakes that you make while you're on that journey, if you do not do that, you will not make progress. And then you're going to wonder why you didn't make that progress when you just trusted the universe and you just pat yourself on the back every time that you made a mistake and said, it's okay, we'll do better next time. But then you don't do better next time because you didn't take any accountability for the mistakes that you've made in the first place. So I think that there's a fine line between being too hard on yourself and being too gentle. I feel like there's a fine line with everything. So the first thing that you need to do is define your goal. I like to give myself one goal for different parts of my life. So for instance, I will have a goal for my relationship for the year. I will have a fitness goal for the year, which will usually be performance based. I'll have a personal goal and a work goal. 
So I have one thing that I have to focus on in every part of my life. And it makes it feel a little less overwhelming because I'm not having four different career goals, four different relationship goals, four different personal goals. I'm really just picking one goal that I can create systems to help me achieve in each part of my life. So ask yourself, what is it that you want to achieve? Put down the four different sections of your life and ask yourself if there was one thing that I could work on, what would that be? What is the one goal that I have when it comes to my relationship? This year, our relationship goal was having better communication. And Justin and I have just been so amazing with that. Ever since we've been back from Thailand, our communication has just been absolutely phenomenal. And it's because we made that goal to be our only focus for the year when it comes to our relationship was working on our communication. If we would have put multiple different goals for our relationship, maybe we wouldn't have been able to achieve all of them or we wouldn't be able to achieve them in the way that we are able to if we really dwindle down and focus on one thing at a time. I want you to write down your goals. I want you to be specific with the exact thing that you are trying to work with. And being specific with the goal that you choose is probably more important than defining the goal itself. If you want to implement fitness into your lifestyle and one of your goals is to is to gain muscle. Well, instead of just having a goal to show up to the gym and gain muscle, be more specific. My goal is to show up to the gym two times a week to work on bodybuilding. Being as specific as possible is just going to make it one step easier when it comes to achieving your goals. I learned every single habit, every single system, Everything that I have learned about goal setting, about self-development when it comes to creating and achieving different systems in your life, I learned it all from Atomic Habits by James Clear. I talk about this all the time in my in my podcast and on my personal channels. I just feel like this book has changed my life and I will link it down below for you guys if you want to purchase it yourself. And something that James Clear said in the book that kind of stuck out to me is when he said, you need to know your destination if you want to buy a ticket. So thinking of it like that when you are relating it back to your goals, in order to achieve a goal, you have to buy the ticket. You have to know exactly what it is that you are trying to achieve. Because if it's too broad and it's not specific enough, you're not going to put any care into actually achieving that goal or setting up systems to help you achieve it. So the next thing that you're going to do is create an action plan. Now we have every goal that we want to set for the year, for the month, for the quarter. You decide the timeline. Personally, I like to do weekly intentions and then quarterly goals. So every week I will have three intentions that I work on that help me towards specific goals that I am trying to reach. And then every quarter I will work on a new goal or extend the goal from before if I wasn't able to reach it in that first quarter. Totally okay. So once you've defined your goal, the next step is to create an action plan. You're going to break down your goal into smaller achievable steps. This is going to make it easier for you to take action and stay focused. Make sure your action plan is realistic and achievable. I think this is the biggest issue when people try to set goals and they try to make an action plan to achieve them. I think a lot of people fail to take actionable steps. A lot of the times we're so focused on the final destination that we neglect the journey altogether. We try to rush through it. We don't take small actionable steps to reach any of those goals because we're always trying to rush to the finish line. You have to make sure that your plan is actionable, realistic, and achievable. And another quote that 
James Clear always says in his book is that you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So once you have defined your goal, the next step is to create an action plan. Break down your goal into smaller achievable steps. This is going to make it easier for you to take action and stay focused. After that, you're going to want to prioritize and organize. So you're going to decide which tasks are more important and which can wait. Use a planner or a to-do list to keep track of your progress. This is going to help you stay focused and motivated. I have ADHD. I find it so hard to stay focused on anything. I can't work on a task for more than an hour without having to get up and like take a breather, walk around. I just simply can't stay that focused for that long. So understanding that I work that way, I wanna work with the way that my brain works. I don't wanna work against it. So if I know that I'm not going to be able to sit here for 12 hours straight on my computer without getting nothing done, then I'm simply just not going to do it. I read something online and this could completely be incorrect because I did not fact check it. I'm not going to lie. But I read something online that said online that said that 83% of entrepreneurs actually are clinically diagnosed with ADHD. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I know that me, that I've always felt like I could never work underneath of someone. I always felt like I wanted to be in control of my schedule, that freedom, not feeling like I'm in a box. It's just something that was a non-negotiable for me. I do not care if I have to sell everything in my house, if I have to do DoorDash on top of Instacart, on top of walking dogs, like I will take on any little job because it is much more important that I feel free and independent when it comes to my career, my life. And I simply just could never thrive working underneath of somebody. So when I started to work for myself, I kind of got into this habit of not knowing how to prioritize my time. This is honestly the hardest part for me personally dealing with ADHD. The hardest part isn't making the goals and sticking to them. The hardest part is trying to prioritize which goals are more important, which tasks I needed to work on in that moment versus later on. For example, I love creating content. I'm a full-time content creator and creating and editing the content is probably my favorite thing to do. But when it comes to pitching, when it comes to pitching different brands, when it comes to answering my emails, doing my bookkeeping, all of the behind the scenes extra stuff, I really dread it. And so I'm always prioritizing filming my content and then it will stack up and stack up and stack up. And then I have to edit all of this content and I will put an entire day of just editing. And I'm like, this full day, this whole eight hours is going to be planned just for editing. You know what, every, you know what happens every time that I do that? I wake up I feel overwhelmed. I scroll on my phone. I tend to fall into bad habits because it was all so overwhelming for me. I was not taking actionable and reasonable steps towards my goals. I was overwhelming myself, therefore making me not take any action at all. So understanding what works for you, not what works for your friend, not what works for somebody online, but finding out what works for you. Do you work better in one hour increments? Do you work better eight hours at a time. Now I understand that when it comes to work, that a lot of people do not have an option. But I found that when I was working in a nine to five life, being somebody who doesn't thrive in a nine to five life, I would have to um, have like little distractions to hold me on. So 
they aren't going to tell me that I can't take a bathroom break. So I took one every hour. Every hour I would get up and walk to the bathroom because that's what I needed to do in order to thrive underneath of a company. So realizing what it is that will help you get through the situation that you're in now is also going to help you prioritize and organize your goals. And when we say a planner or a to-do list, it does not have to be anything fancy. I know that I used to be really obsessed with those creators that would have their life all together and they would have a whole planning system with their goals every single month and it would have the habit tracker, making sure that they were doing everything that they said they were going to do. And that was just always so overwhelming for me. I find that a simple piece of paper or a simple list on my notes app in my phone is just enough for me. I just need to see exactly what I need to do and it can be clustered and it can be not pretty and it just works for me. It just works for me. I think we've been I think we've been confused on how we should be living our life especially when it comes to growth because social media portrays growth as being this really aesthetic and easily achievable thing to do. But they neglect to show you the hard work, the grit, the mental barriers that come with it. And I think that can make it a little harder to reach your goals because we have some expectation in our head of what achieving goals should look like. We have an expectation of what living a productive lifestyle looks like rather than creating it ourselves because my productive lifestyle and my goals are going to be so different from what you would think a productive life would be. So for instance, me getting up and going on a walk outside before starting my new task That is productive because I need to do that in order to come back and finish my work in an efficient way. James Clear says, the more you ritualize the beginning of the process, the more likely it becomes that you can slip into the state of deep focus that is required to do great things. So this quote basically emphasizes the importance of having rituals and routines that can help us get into a focused state of mind. By creating a consistent routine for starting a task or a project, we can train our brain to enter this deep state of focus so much more easily. This can help us stay organized and be more productive when it comes to achieving our goals. My entire life, I was so focused on trying to reach different goals, but I neglected my rituals. I neglected my routines. I wanted to be the girl that woke up 5 a.m. and went to the gym. I wanted to be the girl that journaled every single night and read for fun, but I wouldn't have any routines or rituals to go with it. I would constantly fall off of my game, beat myself up about it, and just tell myself, I guess I'm not capable. And it simply was not true. I am a routine fiend, okay? I thrive off of my routine and my rituals. I'm always getting questions on my morning routines. Why do you do the eye patches every every morning, first thing in the morning? Like, what does it help? It helps my routines and rituals. It's what sets the tone. I know that I'm put, if I'm putting these eye patches on at the beginning of my day, me doing that every single morning not only makes me really excited to start the day because it's nice and soothing, but it's again, it's teaching my brain that it's about to be time to focus because I know that when I do that morning routine, the productivity is about to start. 
the next thing I need you to do is eliminate your distractions. Distractions can derail your process and make it so much harder to stay focused. So I want you to identify your biggest distractions and eliminate them. This could be turning off your phone for social media notifications or finding a quiet place for work. And the biggest tip that I honestly have is to hold yourself accountable. Staying accountable is so crucial to achieving your goals. You need to find someone who you can hold your who can help you hold yourself accountable and keep you motivated. So this could be a friend, a family member, or even a coach. But I don't want you to think that you need someone else in order to achieve your goals. I always used to think that if I didn't have Justin going to the gym with me, that I wouldn't be able to go to the gym. But I found that pushing myself out of my comfort zone to do things by myself, even when I feel like I need someone else to do it with me, has only improved my growth and has boosted my confidence, to be honest. Remember, accountability breeds responsibility. When we hold ourselves accountable for our goals and actions, we become more responsible and responsive in achieving them. Accountability can help us stay focused and motivated in pursuing all of your goals. Finally, do not forget to celebrate your progress. Celebrating your progress is what's going to keep you motivated and help you stay focused on your goal. Whether it's a small milestone or a big achievement, take the time to acknowledge your progress and be proud of yourself. And these are a few quotes that honestly just help me kind of get by on those days that I'm feeling like I want to give up. The first thing you need to do is make your habit obvious. Making, making it easy for yourself is to take action by setting up visual cues that remind you of your goal. For example, if your goal is to work out every day, set out your workout clothes the night before. Again, making it easy and achievable is the only way. Our brains want to take the path of least resistance. If you are setting extremely hard goals that you know are are really unrealistic for you to reach in this moment, if you do not make them as easy as possible to achieve, your brain is not going to want to do it. I'm somebody who works out six days a week now. It did not start off that way five months ago. I started showing up one day a week walking on the treadmill. That one day turned into two days. That two days turned into three days. That three days turned into four. And after that, I switched from doing treadmill workouts to doing weightlifting. Slowly but surely, I made the steps to reach this goal of training like an athlete, and I'm finally starting to reach that. But the only reason that I am able to even do that is because I took baby steps. I didn't push myself too far. I didn't overwhelm myself by diving into it. I did not go all or nothing. So get that all or nothing mindset out of your head because when it comes to achieving goals, it has to be small and obtainable. James Clear talks about making your habits attractive. This has really, really helped me. 